Welcome to Help from Future Self. Hello, Archons. Welcome to Help from Future Self, the conversational Keyforge podcast by and for Keyforge friends and family. I'm your host, Sydney, and I'm joined this week again by my husband, Chris. Hello. Hi. So happy you could be here today because today we're going to be talking about the new OP update. There is a little blurb at the beginning of our last episode because of the way that we recorded. So you got a little bit of what Blake thinks, but uh, Chris and I have some things to say about it. I agree. And I'm, yeah, Blake, I, we really blame our son who turned four this weekend for why I'm here in the first place, because that <laughs> caused all kinds of scheduling issues. And sorry, Blake, for taking over your podcast again. <laughs> well, I'm actually really excited to talk to you about it because it actually matters when we're going to plan to do things and how we're going to do things and logistics of life kind of factors into this. And you're really the person that I would be deciding this stuff with anyway. And I refuse to talk to you about it off mic because I didn't want to waste all the great conversation that we'll have right now. <laughs> Well, if you haven't read the new article, uh, Ghost Galaxy came out with an article right before we released our last episode called Preparing for 2023 Organized Play. And to, to sum it up before we go into detail, basically, they mentioned everything that they've already told us. And then they said that they are no store champs in 2023. The new player kit will be available and they said, basically, come run our vault tours. Yeah, they didn't really give any details as to what the player kit was either. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. I do want to talk about the OP announcement. But you also played Keyforge at an organized event. It wasn't necessarily organized by Ghost Galaxy. Um, but it was organized by the the largest Chicago game store. Yeah. So Dice Dojo in Chicago is the largest game store in Chicago. And it has some of the, the most dedicated players still going to it and playing Keyforge. So they have an event once a month. And I was really excited to go because they had a sealed alliance event. And I'd never played sealed alliance before. So that meant that I actually got to put my money where my mouth is and try this out. And I don't know anything about this. I just know that you had to bring your own product because they didn't have any. Yes, but they were very kind and they suggested that you buy the sleeves from Dice Dojo because it was going to be Sealed Alliance and you were going to open two decks new that were going to have different backs. You needed opaque sleeves. So you needed to make sure that you could not see which houses were from which deck that you picked and so I did. I went and I brought two uh, mass mutation decks, which uh, put me ahead of the curve in the first place. But um, I, I bought the sleeves from Dice Dojo, and that was a way that I felt good about supporting the store. Yeah, and this this all kind of will segue into the OP conversation we have, because I think a lot of events are going to be kind of like this without product out there. Um, but yeah, what did you think about Sealed Alliance? So I really liked playing Keyforge with my friends again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the the added stress at the beginning was what I expected. It was more than just, do I pick this deck or do I pick that deck? It was more, now I need to look at even more detail. Because if I pick something from one deck and something from a different deck, I am actively saying it's better than what these decks are already at the beginning. And it helped that I had two overlapping houses because that really did just narrow down my choices. But I went with a uh, Star Alliance which was the unique house from one deck. And I went with the untamed, which was a, um, oh, not untamed. Um, I forget the houses, but it. The, I picked the Star Alliance because it was really cool. It had some great combos. Then I had Sanctum in there. And it just turned out that two bad 
decks really don't quite get solved by Sealed Alliance. Yeah, I think it gives you a little bit more, I mean, Gigi would have you say agency. Um, It allows you to swap out and maybe add a combo in there that you want to. Yeah, so that was something that when I got to, like, after my first loss, I had had the fun in Star Alliance that I expected, but I had absolutely no creature control and no amber control. And so I was like, okay, good. The fact that we can swap out means I can look at my other options and then quickly change my sleeves and get back to playing. And I looked at my other options and it was like, well, that house also has none of the control. Like, I I, I saw what was lacking in all of the houses I could have swapped in. And I was like, all right, just going to keep playing because I've already played this deck once at least my familiarity might give me a leg up yeah and and i mean like say two deck alliance it's okay it's fine um i think three deck sealed alliance might be a little bit more fun but right now it's two decks is the official format so that's what it'll be i also don't know if that would solve it for me because that would just literally be the stress of picking from three instead of two but there were some people there who went with the strategy of they played one deck so they were playing a woe deck a winds of exchange deck but it was it was kind of freeing to be like, I I could have done that. And knowing that they did that, like I can do that in the future. I'm glad I switched up my houses this time because it gave me the experience. And so in the future, I can say I've done it and still just go with one deck and feel good about it. And be happy with it, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so the reason we are talking about that particular event is because I think we're going to see a lot more of those in our future of store events without product. Because Ghost Galaxy has already told us that they're not going to have product until about June. And at Keyforge Celebration, we were told that the 2023 OP season would start in January. Actually, February. So February and March, we would have store championships. Well, the organized play announcement just said, eh, forget about the store championships. For 2023. Be, for 2023. Yeah. We're not going to be ready for that. Um, also... They kind of just slid in. Oh, and if anyone wants to run regionals outside the U.S., please let us know. Regionals were meant to be run in the April-May timeframe, which, again, is still before Winds of Exchange will hit. So I kind of also felt that so store championships were supposed to kind of give like a a leg up to some to the winners into the regionals. And so regionals actually loses a tiny bit of prestige because you didn't earn anything from a lower tier making it into the regional. Yeah, but I think that might actually even be better Ooh, because regionals. I, I really am not a huge fan of the invite structure interesting you know win a store championship to get invited to a regional huh. win a regional to get invited to a national. What a national win a national to get invited to the world or win a vault tour to get invited to the world like i don't like that invite only thing because i think it's eh. I want to go to large events and participate in large events. Well, so it would have been, at least at the lower tiers, it would have been a buy in your first round. And so anybody could still come to those higher events, but like winning that lower event would have given you a leg up. Yeah, sure. And and the point here is regionals, they still want them to happen, mm-hmm. uh, but they are definitely not going to happen with the new set. Right. And... I the way I'm looking at this, so there's a number of things. Um, I actually told Sydney to title this episode the way that it's titled. Is Keyforge worth waiting for? Uh, it's a little clickbaity, but it's th- we're going to cover that. Ominous. Yes. <laughs> um, the thing is, with the delay of the Winds of Exchange set, and in all, and no matter how you look at it, it was a delay, right? When we backed at GameFound, everyone who backed 
saw that January date and we expected to have Winds of Exchange in our hands by this point. So that is a disappointing delay by far. And it it has to, you have to ask the question, wait a minute, I have to wait another six months before the game reboots, right? right? And I, I mean, I'm, it's frustrating, but I'm after like waiting another six months for the new set. How does that affect your excitement for these regionals that you know are going to be for past sets? That's what I'm I'm hoping that the community can kind of rally around because I'm going to need that to get excited myself. Like, it's going to have to be something where everybody else is also really like gung-ho about these events that are happening before the new set comes out. And no details were given. So like, I'm also hoping that it's not limited to people that have the product like in their basement to throw these things like I'm pretty sure like Ghost Galaxy is going to have to like support it in some way with some sort of product and that they're going to make sure that they can happen to the people that they give like they allow to throw them but I also feel like I don't know like having thrown Keyforge live and knowing what goes into running like a premier level event I don't know how much support a four-person company can give other than money that is going to make that feasible for just a normal individual. Well, I mean, it's going to be tricky, and I don't think GG has any product to provide. So I think that what's going to happen is the people who want to run these regionals are going to be asked, do you have the product to do it? And as I was thinking about this, Mass Mutations was released in July of 2020. Mm -hmm. This was three or four months after the pandemic started. Right. World's on lockdown. Mass Mutations, as far as I know, never had a vault tour. Right. Never had a premiere event of anything official. Mm-hmm. And then to make matters worse, about a year later, in June of 2021, Dark Tidings was released. Absolutely. To crickets, really. <laughs> like nothing, <laughs> Not right? only crickets, but the the it wasn't the most well-received set by the community. <laughs> yes, it was... It was Frustrating to play against itself. Um, when I play it outside a set, it's fine. But when it's played against itself, it's, it's oh, that's pretty tedious. so funny. I also I like kind of think the opposite because like when I don't have a dark tidings deck that can touch the tide, and I'm playing against it, like I have to take chains, and it's just oh, frustrating. That's why that's why I like playing dark tidings outside. Oh the yeah, set. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it it forces your opponent to do things they don't want to do. Um, but what I'm thinking is these regionals which are going to be taking place theoretically. They didn't change when these were going to take place. Um, at least they didn't say when they would change it. In April or May, April, May timeframe, are going to have to be with older sets. And I'm kind of also hoping that they encourage Mass Mutations and Dark Tidings to be the sets to be run for regionals. So the shortage of those, well, mass mutation, the shortage of mass mutation out there is going to make that kind of hard, especially internationally. Like, I know we have a handful, like we kind of have a stockpile of decks, period, but like the least amount of that we have is mass mutation. Right. Well, and and again, it's going to be a tricky thing, right? Because there is no product being created. The only product that exists right now is product that still exists from Fantasy Flight. And so how do you host these regionals? Well, there are stores out there that have surplus supply, the ones that didn't fire sale them and things like that. If I'm not mistaken, there might still be some French decks up in Canada that people can get their hands on. (laughs) So we'll see how that works as far as who's doing these regionals and who's supporting them with 
with Dex. Um, now, Ghost Galaxy is doing the U.S. regional, and it is possible they could do what they did with KFC. Isn't that the national? The national. Uh, no, the, the regional. The They're still doing a regional, but because they're asking for everyone outside of the U.S. if they want to do it. Because uh, yes. they said, except the U.S. If you're outside the U.S. and you want to host a regional, um, oh, I guess regional events or nationals except the U.S. Um, all right, well, nationals, those aren't until after the set's going to be released, right? Right. So nationals going to be later. Yes, nationals should theoretically have Winds of Exchange, and that would be hosted by Ghost Galaxy in America. Yeah. And and the thing is, they could do a regional like that. Again, they could do a KFC style where they print decks specifically for a U.S. regional. Now, I think if they did that, that'd be... That wouldn't be nice to the foreign regionals, though. Well, I also think it might not be nice to people who backed the campaign if they did and that. still don't have a deck. Right. Because, like, I would I would support it if it was something like giving the stores, like giving OP something to do it. But if they, like, again, another KFC would just be another slap in the face for everyone who couldn't go to KFC. Yeah. But another thing that I wanted to point out is we have rules now we have like op rules that we have to go to we have standard formats and variants and so what that means to me is that those are going to have to be what is thrown by people who have never thrown events that have had these standard variants before judges who might be like local to the whatever they've they've judged before will have to be judging whole new variants and formats for the first time and then on top of that one of the variants alliance you need multiple decks from the same set. So you can't even like with what people have left with what people have stockpiled like you need enough from the same set for people to be able to make their sealed decks from that set. So there are a lot of drawbacks actually from these, the way that they're asking people to do the work for them, but also like putting the requirements on them. Yeah. And and the requirement for running a, an official regional is you must use the official organized play rules. Now, your store events that like you went to, they can do whatever they want. Yes. And we did. Like people brought, they were asked to bring their own product and they were asked if you don't have anything because obviously like some people don't just have decks sitting around like they said unopened decks sitting around yeah if you don't have anything let us know so that we can make arrangements like they would actually reach out to probably someone like me and be like hey can you bring two extra decks from whatever set like we can like have them pay you for it yeah so it is going to be tricky to see what they what happens there now? So that's store championships canceled. That was the February March timeframe. Regionals volunteer. If you if you're looking, if you want to run a regional, um, get a hold of GG. There's an application link in in their announcement. Yep. Um, that's going to be April May still as far as we know. And then they also mentioned vault tours that you can if you want to run a vault tour. Um, vault tours were supposed to run in the July August timeframe, which. At that point, they will have to have had Winds of Exchange out. Right. And they said that there will be 10 of them, four of which will be in the United States. So that's kind of exciting that six of them won't be. Six of them are going to be somewhere else in the world. So that is like the first like tidbit of information that is anything like even close to guaranteed for international Keyforge players who have been a lot of the backbone of the online community for a long time. Yeah. Well... So then it brings us back to the original question. Is it worth waiting for? Like, we might get a regional 
in run in the U.S. for us, right? We're probably going to. Yeah. Where? Right? And is it going to be one regional for the entire U.S.? Oftentimes, you know, you'll see regionals split into sections in the U.S. because it's so big. And, you know, the larger community base is is kind of focused here. Um, I know Europe has a huge base as well, but they also have lots of different countries that they can run regionals in. Um, for us, it's like running one for 50 states is, <laughs> is a lot. But Hey, just th- throw it in Alaska. It'll be fine. Yeah, I, I would go to an Alaskan regional. Same. That would be a travel. Although uh, Hawaii <laughs> regional would be more fun. Yeah, but in, in that time frame, though, like temperature would be perfect. That's, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Alaska, Alaska. regional. <laughs> Reach out. Um, but it's hard to be, it's hard to keep the excitement up for another five months to get to June, right? And we've went to KFC. And we, I mean, you do a weekly podcast on this, right? It's it's frustrating to have that delay. It, it was definitely, and you guys did an entire episode on it. I wasn't on it, so I will, I will also say, um, I do not think that a buried FAQ was significant sufficient enough to let people know and then and then just a one-off line in the middle of a paragraph i think that that was a surprise to everybody and rightfully so it just it seemed like it is what it is that it wasn't going to be any different no matter where they put it it was the fact that it felt like they were trying to get away with it yeah but here's the thing we have cited multiple times that Ghost Galaxy is trying to be as transparent as possible. The reason most companies are not transparent is not because they have secrets and they, you know, top secret. It's because as soon as a company says something, provides a date, if that date changes, the community is is enraged. So it's safer for companies just to not say anything until they know exactly what's going on. Right. And I think Ghost Galaxy had every intent when they first started the game found to deliver in January. Right. But with logistics and supply, especially paper right now, it, like the the quality of the paper you need to print these cards is very unique. And it's very hard to get that right now. Um, look into it. Pokemon has actually bought up most of the world supply. <laughs> um, and that's what's causing this delay part of what's causing this delay there's a number of things but logistics of just getting the enough you know supplies to print the decks has delayed things so what i think they've done is pushed it out as far as they need to to say okay we're confident that we're going to hit this date i also like there's a small part of me like the the not only just the positive part of me but like the part of me that needs this to come out earlier like i need them to be under promising and over delivering and they they have shown in the past that they are a completely competent organization like and i love the human beings who work at this company like if it is at all possible that they may surprise us in the future with something that is earlier than the date that they've cited like a small part of me is holding on to that hope because mm-hmm. if that gets me to like 4 months from now and then at that point I only have two months to wait, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that they can still make some announcements. I would, I'm looking forward to what's in the player kit, right? What is that? What is this player kit? Um, is it on chain decks that they're printing locally and then sending in the player kit? That would be awesome, right? At least people can start getting their hands on stuff if they go to the different stores. Um, I think that they will definitely have a presence at Gen Con. You know, will they run a vault tour at Gen Con? It's entirely possible that falls in the July August time frame. And why wouldn't you do a vault tour at Gen Con? One of the things I'm crazy excited for is Gen Con because we were going to go anyway, and so it's not like we're we're 
like making financial decisions based on Keyforge, being at Gen Con. But the fact that we are already going to be there means that if they are going to be there, no matter what they decide to do or not do, we will be there. Like we get to experience whatever that ends up being. And even if that is just a booth, yes, it will be disappointing at the time, but that's where I met Christian, you know? Like that is how my my excitement exploded at the last Gen Con. And I feel like I can I can get in the in the hype again. That will help me make it to whatever the next step is. Yeah. Now, outside of those who are traveling for Keyforge, those that look forward to competitive events, the kitchen table Keyforgers, which is the vast majority of people who play Keyforge, how do you think that this affects them? Like, I, like I have my opinions, but I'm, I'm thinking like, if you didn't care to go to an event or those types of things, if you weren't as involved with the community, and I know that's hard for you to imagine, like, <laughs> what do you think, you know, our friends that are not doing this, but they like Keyforge, how are they affected by this announcement? I, I actually have pretty like, concrete answers in my brain, at least. So if they didn't back the game found, they don't care. They honestly don't care. This couldn't affect them less. Like if they ever cared about Keyforge and when it comes back onto the scene, when there is product available, then there's a chance that then they might come back. And that's okay. It's okay that they're not currently playing. If For people that did back the game found and are the casual player, those are the people that my heart hurts for the most because those are the people that are waiting for a January release, get told it's six months later, and then are like, oh, okay, then I won't, like, I won't care. Like, I, I feel bad saying this, but like, I, I honestly think that those are the people that are going to be burned the most, not me, because me, I still might hold on to the light at the end of the tunnel. But like, those people are the casual people who like, I don't care about the big things. And the big things are all that's being talked about right now. Yeah. So Health and Future Self has a Discord. And if you have, if you are one of these people that are falling into that category of like, I backed the Kickstarter or backed the game found, and now I'm told it's going to come six months later than I expected. How is this, how is your excitement level for this? How do you feel? Is it, is it worth waiting for? Are you excited to when it finally shows up or are you frustrated and, you know, fine when I get it in June, July, whenever that happens to be, I might try it out, but you know, my heart's been broken. Fool me three times shame on me <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm actually super curious to see what people think for for me personally like i have i am not as invested in the keyforge community as sydney is i i like keyforge i play keyforge i you know love being a playtester for keyforge um but I sort of fell out of the community right around the pandemic time where we weren't traveling for things anymore. And going online actually had a, a huge hit to certain type of players that were actually waiting for it to come back. I know that there was like, there was an Indianapolis contingent that I saw at every single vault tour that I went to. And every like, even prime, like Indianapolis is close enough to Chicago that if you're traveling for Keyforge like we are, we'll, we'd see each other all the time. And I saw one of them at... KFC and I was so excited and we caught up and it felt so wonderful and he's back for the real live in person Keyforge that was promised in January. Yeah. Well, and for me and I think for people like that, even if, even though I backed the Kickstarter or the game found, <laughs> even though I crowdfunded the new product <laughs> and I would love to be playing it right now, I just I have so many other games that I play board games, online games, Marvel Snap, um, <laughs> that 
I have enough things to keep me occupied. And right. when the set shows up, at that point, I'll know whether or not Keyforge was worth the wait. When I have the product in hand, when I see what Ghost Galaxy is doing, you know, six months into the 2023 season, um, how the support works, they haven't mentioned anything about the Keybringer or Vault Keeper sets at all. In six months where I see where things are, I'm going to reevaluate at that point. In the meantime, there's not much to worry about. I have a shorter timeline timeline on my evaluation i am i am holding on to the strings of hope that like we have a lot of energized members of our community that will throw amazing regionals like i honestly think if there are regionals for me to attend then there's absolutely no question like keyforge continues to be everything i ever wanted it to be if that falls through or I do attend one, but it was either so poorly supported or there weren't enough energetic people willing to host an event that makes it worth paying money to travel to, then I will have to do that reevaluation in six months of like, if this is the best they could pull out, then hopefully like they can do better. Yeah. Well, and I would like to separate regionals being an officially supported thing and then local events. So like what we went to, well, you went to this last weekend, I stayed home with the kids, um, was a local event. And I think that those are very important to go to. In fact, you have someone who wants to to plug a local event. Absolutely. So we actually have a really cool event happening in San Diego, California. Hey, Mark. So there is a social Keyforge spectacular. The um, event is has a Ghost Galaxy prize kit and 300 bucks in local store credit and custom champ playmat. They really are going all out. So this is the kind of excitement that I'm really looking forward to being in the Chicagoland area. And we'll put all the details, the location, everything else that we know in the show notes so that you can go if you if you are local or even care to travel to it. I mean, I went to KC. I went to Kansas City. So if I was free that weekend, I'd be there. Uh, I may not let you fly to California without me. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, but yeah, the, but these local events, I think that's going to be the, kind of the lifeblood. And Ghost Galaxy has shown a effort to make sure that they support these types of events. So if you want to run an event like this, reach out to them. There's likely they're going to send you something because they also want to keep that excitement going. As long as you have the product to do it. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. So I guess the verdict here is, is it worth waiting for? Well, we'll find out in June. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out as soon as there are regionals announced. And like, if there, if it works out that like, there's a regional that is being allowed in another country and like, Chris, Let's me travel. I can see his that, face right now. Let's, let's me. I, I can't let you do it. You do whatever you want. I'll just give you a hard time about it. And watch the kids while I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go to France for a week? No, I'm fine. Italy more likely. Like, I, I would go in a, like, a second. Whatever. <laughs> yes, I agree. I honestly think that there is a lot worth waiting for. It's the timeline of when we will know what is worth waiting for that will will get me excited again. Yeah. Like I say, keep an eye out. Um, even when, you know, sets were being released uh, sporadically from FFG as well. Um, you know, there wasn't always something going on all the time. And you know, build up your local community, get people ready for it. But really, June. June is what <laughs> I'm looking forward to. And in June, I will... 
be decided to be excited or not. And I've played Winds of Exchange. I know it's a great set. So I'm pretty sure that I will be very happy in June. And until then, I'll... Yay, Keyforge! (laughs) (laughs) So, we cannot end an episode of Help from Future Self without the titular segment... Help from Future Self. So, I... Sydney wanted to do a, a uh, how to play Keyforge Help from Future Self. And I said, no, we should do a, hey, you want to help Keyforge, you want to make Keyforge successful, bring people into it. Let people play the decks you have. Everyone listening has way too many decks right now. And opened is okay. Opened like, is fine. Letting people play the decks that you have opened, even your best decks like let them have fun with it it doesn't need new product to stay alive honestly a sealed event where you actually go through your collection and curate you know 24 decks that are all in kind of the same range and then you know wrap them up in a brown paper bag and hand them out randomly boom you have a sealed event and you know that there's no runaway crazy decks everyone can kind of play on the same level like those types of events are really easy to do with all the surplus open decks we have that are still in shrink that have never been used and one of the ways that local games can local gaming can thrive is all of the crazy awesome cool formats and variants that we've come up with online that aren't official. Like those are the kinds of things you can do in person that we really haven't had much of before. Like go ahead and bring a crazy idea with you to your local and see if people want to play like something that they've never thought of before, even if it's with your decks. And if you don't want to do anything until the new set comes out, that's okay too. We'll see you in June. So you can find us on Discord. Link in the show notes. You can find me on TCO and Discord as SC Steel. Chris, where can people find you? Uh, mostly Game Master Chris on Discord is the easiest way. Or you can listen to my podcast, TabletopGameTalk.com, every Tuesday. I do not think I'll be talking about Keyforge this week, but every once in a while we do have a Keyforge episode. And you also have your own Discord people can join if you want to chat with other gamers that might play more than just Keyforge. Yep, you can find that link in the Tabletop Game Talk show notes of that podcast. We will be back next week with another episode of Help from Future Self. Until then, stay forging. Or play Marvel Snap. (laughs) 